Hello, and welcome everyone to Stand By Me's podcast series. Stand By Me is a partnership between the United Way of Delaware and the State of Delaware that offers free one-on-one support to Delawareans who want to understand more about their money, make good financial decisions, Joining and achieve their financial Joining us today are Donna Snyder-White, Vice President of Financial Empowerment for United Way of Delaware, and Lynn Bivens, Senior Community Resource Specialist for Delaware 211. Both here today to talk about Delaware 211 and how it connects to and supports the mission of Stand By Me. Tell me about Delaware 211, what it does, and how it supports the Stand By Me program. Delaware 211 is an information and referral service. And what we do generally is just connect our callers to community resources. So we just make people in the community aware of what's out there, what services are out there to help them with their needs. And the way we work with Stand By Me is we inform them of the Stand By Me program, depending on what the calls are that we get. We inform them of the Stand By Me programs and let them know what's available to them as far as financial literacy goes. And we connect them to the coaches as well. And I will add that um, the Stand By Me program really is that financial empowerment program. So when people are ready to um, take back control of their finances, um, they can reach out to 211 for to get connected to a coach. It's a centralized access point to connect uh, individuals to resources in the community, just like Lynn said. And for Stand By Me, we have all of the coaches that participate in the program that are available at no cost to residents to um, to help um, them meet their financial goals, whatever their goals are, putting their kid through college or buying a home or just trying to figure out how to improve their budgeting. A financial coach is out there waiting for you, and they can get to a financial coach through 211. So, what are some of the needs that you hear when someone calls that would lead you to make a recommendation to the Stand By Me program? Well, when they're interested in buying a home and it's their first time purchasing a home, they've been a renter for years, and now they want to take the next step and purchase a home, we connect them to the Stand By Me Home Program coaches. So they can learn how to budget, how all everything that's involved with the first time home buyers purchase, they learn through the Stand By Me program. So that's one example. Another example is when they are struggling with their rent, but they're working full time and they're behind in bills for whatever reason, whatever happened that caused them to fall behind. They just don't have enough money at the end of the day to pay all the bills that are due. So we connect them to a coach to teach them financial literacy and how to budget their money and maybe start a savings account and things like that, as well as giving them other resources to help them catch up on the bills, catch up on the rent, the back rent. And I think that piece of it, Lynn, like you said, it's really to work with one-on-one with a coach, to to financial coach, um, someone that you could share some of the challenges with, but also is there to help remember the things that that might have uh, gone by the wayside a little bit, right? To get them back on track. And sometimes uh, having a fresh pair of eyes to see something that you should have, you could have seen, but you didn't see it is always very helpful. The coaches are highly trained and skilled to try to um, look at things from different angles and to work with folks to um, meet them right where they are um, to get them back on track financially. I think it's a great partnership between Delaware 211 and also uh, Stand By Me, because we do get for Stand By Me quite a lot of individuals reaching out to find a financial coach. And, and so instead of having that kind of a dispersed 
type of response. It's all centralized through 211. And it's, again, the easy number to remember. But it also allows us to make sure that they're getting to the right coach for the right need. Remember, they're calling in to talk about their financial goals and what they want to achieve. And so it's important that the 211 team be able to effectively get them connected to the coach. And so they can get started and getting back to um, having a real strong foundation around their financial strength, rebuilding that up again. And so we really do appreciate that partnership. Do you find that individuals that call in, that they're surprised that there is free financial coaching available to them? Yeah, definitely. They they didn't know. They don't know anything about these services. And that's really our job is to make them aware of everything the state offers them for free <laughs> and to help them. Most people, like Lynn said, don't know the services of the standby me coaches are free to residents, right? Um, but what's beautiful about that is that United Way works with um, 14 different implementation partners to make sure that there's a coach statewide somewhere out there for them to connect with. And so, and especially in this environment now where you're working virtually, you don't even have to meet face-to-face, but if you prefer one-on-one coaching, the coaches will meet with you there too. Um, 211 does a great job in connecting the coach, um, the person that's calling in for coaching to a coach, right? And to make sure that they're matching that coach together with the client, potential client, if they choose to stay with the standby me coach. What kind of time frame is there from when they call in to Delaware 211 to when they are actually starting to work with a coach? The moment that they call 211, they are, like Lynn said, Lynn, Lynn is a wonderful um, specialist. So you get that human connection right away when they call. We find the right coach and then we send them over to that coach. The coach gets in contact with someone within 24 hours um, and then they were, get started on their journey. It's really that simple. Delaware 211 obviously goes beyond just working with people who have a financial need. What other types of things does Delaware 211 help with with individuals? When COVID hit, I mean, just to put us out there, Delaware was front and center. We were on the front lines when COVID initially hit and everyone was affected and a lot of the agencies shut down and they closed and they weren't open and 211 was here. So we were the first point of contact. And we've always been here. So I think we got a lot of recognition at that point. People who didn't know who 211, they learned about us when COVID first hit. Mm-hmm. So we've been here and on the front lines. The operations expanded to support the demand for information in regards to, at first, like, what is this thing called COVID? Uh, and then as the vaccine and, and testing became available, we went through everything. And so we had to expand operations to support that demand. And that meant seven days a week. Uh, that also meant um, being out in the community as best we can, just to let people know we're there. Literally, we weren't going out because we were all sequestered, but uh, we were already working remotely before, even before the pandemic. Uh, and so um, from a call perspective, um, between January of 1st of 2020 to January uh, this year of 2023, we handled over 160,000 requests for assistance, not just COVID-related, um, but COVID and health-related uh, calls to COVID certainly did uh, go up. But people were looking for, as the pandemic progressed uh, and as uh, issues following the pandemic as we're managing in it now, 
People were looking for food supports. People were looking for learning supports, for educational supports. Um, People were looking for utilities. People were trying to stay housed and their employment has, you know, tanked. You know, so they were calling and looking for resources where, and most of them were first-time callers. I mean, Lynn and the team really have talked to a lot of first-time callers calling into 211, needing some assistance and support. So 211 also helps people in crisis. Talk a little bit about that. And is that process different than a typical call? And how do you support those people? How can 211 help if you're experiencing a crisis? Well, let me just say there are different types of crisis. So we've helped people with, for one, mental health crises. We get them connected to the crisis hotline and we get them help immediately. We keep them on the phone. We get all the pertinent information that the crisis line needs if they have to get to that person. So that's one way we help in crisis. We help people in crisis who, like Donna said, are homeless. They need shelter. We get them connected to the agencies to get them into a shelter and off the street, especially during the winter. We have the cold purple hotline that we connect them to in the event that the other shelters are not available. There's something available overnight in an emergency situation. We get them connected to local food closets in their area. When there are food events happening, we make them aware. We basically have our fingers on the pulse of the city, I should say or the state, all the residents. So we know what's out there. We communicate with all our partners and we share the information. We make sure our callers are aware. We communicate with them via text, via emails and phone calls. So they have many ways to reach us and we're usually available right away. And they're so happy to talk to a live person. We hear that a lot. Oh, it's so nice to talk to a live person. I've been calling all these other agencies and all I keep getting is answering machines and recorded messages. And thank you so much for being there, for taking these calls. We hear that a lot. We're there. We're there when they need us most. We're there. We're available and willing to help. And we do all we can to get these callers the services that they need in the moment. And I think that's a very, very important point you just made, Lynn, in regards to a human touch, right? So if they're already in crisis um, for whatever reason, and we all stumble and fall, there's not anybody that walks on this planet today that hasn't been hit with some type of hardship, whether it's temporary or more long-term, if they dial 211, they can get a, a person and who not only listens, but can empathize and understand their situation, look for the closest resource that can get them the help and support they, they need, and then follow back up with them to make sure that they were able to get those services. That follow-up call is very important because we want to know that they were able to get the support. And if they weren't, then we will do more to see if we can find them additional resources to yes. get them connected and make sure that they get connected, right? So we don't want to just give a number and go. It is making sure that the caller did get those resources and that that person did get the help that they needed at the time. Now, sometimes I will just say, like, for example, for housing, uh, we get a lot of calls for people looking for affordable housing. And we know that housing in the state of Delaware is a huge issue. It's been an issue for Delawareans for quite a long time. Yep. Calling 211 is not going to get you a home. <laughs> but what it will do is find you, maybe you need to help with your utilities and maybe you need help with um, something else, a rent or mortgage payment that we can help you stay in your home. 
right? So we find those resources. But if you're homeless, there are places out there, emergency shelters, and even some day shelters that can support you. What is challenging is to fix those longstanding issues. And so that's where it's important for United Way and other organization leaders to come together to take a focused approach on an issue like homelessness and housing, affordable housing, and try to rectify and come up with some solutions to to meet that need. We will do everything we can humanly possible, connect you to services that will help you stay in your home to um, help you get food on your table, to care for your families and loved ones, and also to even work on some of those longer, uh, more complex issues. And we couldn't do it without our partners. We connect with everybody we know who may be able to help this individual in their time of crisis. We get it done. Yeah. How many times have we called a line and like you get the automatic press, press this button and press this button and press nine and press this key. And, you know, by the time you kind of cycle through all of that, you know, you just want to talk to somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we know that it's important to to make the human connection. And we're I'm glad we've got a great team of folks that do that through 211 and a great group of partners that work with us to keep their information in our database current. Uh, and also for those folks that call in and said, I want to put my resource into 211 database, there are easy ways to do that too. So we just appreciate the agencies that actually work with us and work in the community to serve those in need. Back to the connection to Stand By Me, do you find that there are instances where someone will call up and they think they're calling because they have a particular need, but in the conversation, you come to the conclusion that what they really need is financial coaching and to work with a, with a financial coach and then make that referral? Exactly. Sometimes they don't even know what resources are out there. So just in conversation, we probe the callers, we ask pertinent questions, so we get to the root of what's really going on. And they don't even realize that they're telling us what they're telling us, but we just, we're in our heads already thinking, okay, I'm going to give them this resource and that resource because we know what's out there to help them. So, and they're so grateful when we, at the end of the call, when we connect them to all these resources because they never knew they were out there. So that's exactly how it goes. We, we listen, they call in for one thing and we end up helping them with five different things. <laughs> when I think about the tie back to, to stand by me, you know, we were very deliberate to make the connection between Stand By Me and 211 um, because 211 is an easy number to call. Uh, many people who need something uh, turn to 211. And so it was important to kind of link the two together um, so they know that if people are ready to, to regain control of their finances and talk to one of the free financial coaches, the only number they need to remember is 211 to get to that financial coach. Um, and so um, that that's very important. And it's important to know that some of our coaches uh, are were also clients. Um, we've had some, some of our Stand By Me customers uh, love the work and love the results of their work. And they wanted to be able to lean in and help others. So they too became coaches. So how big is your team and how many calls a day or a week or a month? How many people are you helping throughout the course of, of a day, week, or a month? It changes every day, week, month, right? But during the course of, um, from the pandemic to now, it was over 160,000 calls. So you could just divide that by 12 and get the monthly, and divide that by, you know, 52 weeks and get that. But what what's important beyond the numbers is that to remember that each one of those contacts is a person making a request for help. 
if we walk away with anything, I think that's the most important thing to remember. Those requests for assistance come in on a regular basis. We refer folks directly to agencies who can help. It's one of the few places I know our business is to make sure that other organizations get connected to people in need, right? So we're helping the whole system be more efficient, but we're also making sure that people get connected to the right resource and then they get that help that they need and we confirm that in the follow-up call. And this the 211 team is a small but mighty group. We're about 10 strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and most people find that hard to believe when they see the work we do, but we're a small but mighty group. To be able to impact that many lives over that period of time with that group says something about your resourcefulness and and just how efficient you are in working with people and helping to connect the dots. Yes. And I have to just say that um, we appreciate the partnership that we have with the state, um, specifically um, the Division of Health and and Social Services, um, because when we were at the height of the pandemic, um, they provided staff on loan to beef out our capacity um, to give us more um, people to help us answer the phones. And that was phenomenal. Now, do you also work with non-English speaking individuals and, and how? Yes, we do. We have access to a translation service. It covers many different languages and we just connect to that. It's we dial in and it's like a three-way call, basically. And we have the translator on the line with the callers so we can get them the services that they need. We can address all their needs. But we do um, have uh, staff that does speak Spanish that are bilingual, right? And and um, we do get quite a, a number of Spanish-speaking calls. Um, and so we are able to tap into the talents of some of the uh, specialists on the phone to do on-the-spot translations uh, as they, you know, come through. But if the call callers get tied up and we have more um, calls, then the language line is a great resource as well. Once someone has engaged with 211, how do you follow up with them to make sure that their needs were fulfilled? We reach out a number of ways. We, we can either call them or we can text them or we can send them an email, but we do communicate our follow-ups with the callers. And it's usually within like a three to five day turnaround based on what their need was when they called us initially. So sometimes it's a next day follow-up, but most times it's a couple of days at least to follow up with them to make sure they got the services they needed. What do you usually hear from them when you follow up? They're grateful that we called them back first off because they don't get follow-up calls from social services agencies, not to throw anybody under the bus, but <laughs> they're grateful to get the call back. So they know sure. we care because we want to know, did you get the help you need? And then, okay, we're well, here, try this one. If you didn't, if they can help you, let me give you some other resources and reach out to these other agencies and maybe they can help. So yeah, we try and make sure that the callers are helped in any way that we can. We try to you know make sure they get the help they need. What do you find most rewarding and fulfilling about what you do And is that common with the rest of the team? Is there some commonality of what you talk about when you talk about uh, what you do uh, with with helping people and helping them get through these these hurdles in their lives? Yeah, I think the thing that's most rewarding for me, along with everyone else on the team, is that we help these people in real time. We are there. We are knowledgeable. We are empathetic. And we are compassionate. 
we love what we do. We've all been here for years. I won't say how many, but we've been here for years doing this job, doing this work because we know it's necessary. We know it's needed. And so I think that's the thing that's most rewarding is to see people at their worst and but to be able to be a light in their darkest hour in their times of, you know, because when they're going through the issues and they're upset and they're crying on the phone and we're the calm voice that makes them feel at ease. And they know that just by our tone, she really cares. She's going to help me. She I, I can hear it in her voice. And so that to me is like the most rewarding thing. And they tell us, they tell us, and they, they want to, they want us to know how much they appreciate all that we did to help them. Well, I think that's a great note to conclude on. And I just really applaud all the efforts that you all do and, and appreciate that there is a service like this out there that is really making a difference in the lives of so many people in the state of Delaware. It says something about the state. It says something about United Way of Delaware, it says something about the collective commitment to making our community a better place. So thank you, and, and thanks to everyone on the team. Thank you. Today's podcast has been brought to you by the United Way of Delaware, the State of Delaware, and by our generous partners and donors. For more information, visit www.standbyme.org or facebook.com slash standbymedelaware. If you are in need of emergency food assistance, Delaware 211 is the state's referral hotline. Dial 211 or 1 800 560 3372 or text 898 211 or visit www.delaware211.org.